0: This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we continue from where we left off last week in our discussion of election. The meaning of the doctrine of election is the sovereign act of God in grace whereby certain people are chosen from among mankind for himself. There are four basic errors you can make on the issue of election. Exploring these will be well worth our time. Please follow along with Pastor Jim as he discusses these errors in today's slice of the message entitled, He Chose Us in Him, Part 2. Now I'll show you how most people go about this error. 1 Peter chapter 1, verses um, 1 and 2. Remember I told you, both Peter and Paul started their letters almost identically. He says this, Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ to those who who reside as aliens. Aliens, people who are living in a land that isn't their homeland. People who've been transferred from the domain of darkness to the kingdom of His dear Son. They're living in in the world. Scattered throughout Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia. By the way, what's Asia? That's the region of Asia Minor. That's Turkey. That's where Ephesus is. He wrote the same thing to the same people. I'll be darned. Okay, to all those people who are Chosen, exact same word, according to the foreknowledge of God the Father. Now, I'm going to bet if you've been a Christian more than a week and a half, well, a year and a half, if you've ever heard anybody talk about this, you've probably heard somebody say, based on First Peter 1, Ah, I understand. Chosen according to foreknowledge. So, that means God pulled back the curtain and peeked ahead into time and he saw who would believe in him or he looked ahead in time and saw who was going to be worthy and therefore he chose them. Okay, Chosen according to foreknowledge. Now, that preaches. You can do some whiz-bang altar calls after you do that to first peter okay bring a lot of kleenex if you want to go down that road you can use that to uh, manipulate people and people can go home from church and say oh well now now i finally understand it it's just the problem is that isn't what the words mean and that isn't what the scriptures teach other than that it's a good doctrine it's a complete misunderstanding of foreknowledge foreknowledge has two parts fore beforehand the greek prefix pro pro and knowledge. The word for know in that form of the word means to know by experience, to know by involvement, if you will. There's another word that means to know in the sense of intellectual knowledge, just to, you know, to, to be aware of, of facts. But when this word for experiential knowledge is used of two persons, it means they experience each other. They have a relationship with each other. It's not just knowing about someone, it's knowing that person in a relationship. Uh, for example, Cain knew his wife, and she bore him a son. That did not mean that he said, here's my business card, let's stay in touch. It wasn't just exchanging information. There's a relationship. Foreknowledge is that same word know with the prefix before that means to determine a relationship with beforehand. If this is something that God is doing, it means He predetermines the relationship. Foreknowledge is a synonym for election. An election of God, a choice of God, that is based on the choice of man, isn't what the Bible says. And man's choice, based upon God's choice, isn't a legitimate choice. And both of those things are taught. God is sovereign. He chooses. You're responsible. You respond. The Bible teaches both election and human responsibility to choose. Believe them both and let God work out the reconciliation. They're both there. Look at these two side by side. John 3.18, he who believes in Him, the Him is Jesus, of course. He who believes in Him is not judged because, I'm sorry, He who believes in Him is not judged. He who does not believe has been judged already because He has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. He's not judged because God didn't choose Him. He's judged because He didn't believe. Or you might even say it this way, Ephesians 2.8, for by grace you have been saved through, through faith, and not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. Remember we saw the same issue, the same collision of sovereignty and human responsibility when we talked about prayer in the Sermon on the Mount? Just keep praying and trust God. They're both there. Charles Spurgeon was once asked if he could reconcile these two truths to each other. He didn't commit error number four and try to meet halfway. His response, as Spurgeon is so good at putting it, he said, Can I reconcile them? I wouldn't try. I never reconcile friends. Okay? These doctrines are friends because they're both from God. All right. There's the meaning of election. That rumbling is all the snow coming down the hill. We're going to finish all seven of these wonderful points. Now, what are the objects of election? Well, Ephesians 1.4, just as He chose, what? Us. He chose us in Him. Us means the saints, believers, Christians, saved people. This is always stated of believers without stating that God similarly elected unbelievers to damnation and chose us in Him. The choice involved in election is always that people are in Christ. That's the point. There's another very clear statement of this doctrine. That a passage I like to use to to summarize it because it says it so specifically. Second Thessalonians two thirteen. But we should always give thanks to God for you, brethren, beloved by the Lord, because God has chosen you from the beginning for salvation through sanctification, by the Spirit, and faith in the truth. You see what was what's there? Who? God. Did what? Has chosen. Whom? You. When? From the beginning. For what? For salvation. You can't take the doctrine of election and break it down any more straightforwardly than that. See, that's a whole point. I just knocked one off. Let the avalanche continue. What about beyond the meaning of election to the um, objects of election to the time of election. Ephesians 1.4, just as He chose us in Him before the foundation of the world. All right, I did something here. I'm playing fast and loose with the word time Because the time of our election is actually a misnomer because election took place before there was such a thing as time. That's what eternity is. Uh, It was before the foundation of the world. It was before Genesis 1-1, which was in the beginning. The beginning of what? The beginning of everything. There was no such thing as time. God exists outside of time. Now, that tends to make your brain overheat to try to think that through, but that's what the Bible teaches. You were elected prior to what we call time in eternity past. First Peter chapter 1, verses 18 through 21, look at this one. Peter writes, "'Knowing that you were not redeemed with perishable things like silver or gold from your feudal way of life inherited from your forefathers, but with precious blood as of a lamb unblemished and spotless, The blood of Christ. For he was foreknown before the foundation of the world, but has appeared in these last times for the sake of you through him, you who through him are believers in God. Your salvation is not something you did, it's not a last minute idea of God, it's part of his eternal plan. And by the way, would you notice the word? Foreknown there, same word as foreknow, foreknowledge. If you want foreknow to mean God peeked forward to see who would choose Him, if you want foreknowledge to mean that, then you have to also believe that God peeked forward in time and said, it's Jesus that's going to be the Savior. Wow! No, He predetermined that. This is the eternal decision within the Trinity. Some interesting ways that Jesus speaks of unbelievers. I don't have time to go there, but just trigger in your mind, if you're familiar with the passage, John 17, when Jesus prays for believers. In verses 1 and 2, He, he prays about, to the Father. He says, about all whom you have given Me. And then in verse 9 of the same chapter, he says, I ask on their behalf, I do not ask on behalf of the world, but of those whom you have given me, for they are yours. And then in verse 24 of John 17, he says, Father, I desire that they also whom you have given me be with me where I am, that in order they may, hold, they may behold my glory which you have given me, for you loved me before the foundation of the world. God did this before the foundation of the world and that's the time of election so what about the purpose of election well we're we're still there in the same verse Ephesians chapter 1 verse 4 he chose us that's the meaning in him you know, he chose us that's the objects in him before the foundation of the world that's the time what's the purpose that we would be holy and blameless before him he chose to put you into your position Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald for Heritage Bible Radio. I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.